sky. Happy full moon in Aquarius. Can you tell I am feeling good about it? This is Aubrey with Be The Evidence podcast. Susan Grace and I are just thrilled. I mean, we love being here with you guys for the podcast. New moon, full moon, we're here. We also are here every week for all the members of BeTheEvidence.live. We do weekly calls. We do pop-up calls. We do daily text messages. There's a thriving community that is just growing right along with the podcast. And it's wonderful to see. So that's always an option. If you enjoy what you listen to, know that we have an actual community that is supportive of the process and being exactly in a state of flourishing and moving towards it, evolving consciousness, awakening, and becoming the most joyful, authentic self that you possibly can be. There's a lot of different resources that are involved in BeTheEvidence.live, so feel free to go there or into the show notes, and there will be lots of information there for you. Additionally, Susan and I offer private duo readings, and in those duo readings, you can get a read on what's happening within your astrology, but also what your guides and um, intuitive downloads are trying to get you to be aware of as you're moving through these times. So this full moon's a great time to start letting go of things that are dampening your fire, that are holding you back, that are keeping you from like this really joyful, expansive living. And I hope that the podcast reflects that we're all walking evidence. We're all walking ourselves home towards being that joyful, towards being that expansive, towards being that abundant, seen, received, loved, and ecstatic. I hope that this podcast is a service to you all. And if it is, we would love, 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 love to hear from you. And we would love to hear from you within the show notes or at BeTheEvidence.live. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to check us out. Oh, and we're on Twitter now too. I hope to see you in one of those places. And no matter what, we're really grateful for the journey that you're taking. We'll talk to you soon. to Be The Evidence Podcast with Susan Grace and Aubrey Mass. Well, hello there. Welcome back. Podcast. Yeah. We, do, we, we last were speaking to everybody at the new moon. Now we're at the full. Oh. Here we are. The last one was an eclipse too, right? Yeah, this one. No, 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 no. This one. We pulled out, we were pulling out of the eclipses on the last one on the 31st. Right. This one, we're out of it now. Um, full moon in Aquarius. You're Aquarius rising. How do you describe, like people talk about Aquarius being detached. What does that mean to you? It means that we're aware of other worlds. I think that we appear detached because we're aware of different ways of being in the world and different ways that you can vibrate within this world and in this society and how we could all shift in some ways and so that can give the appearance that we're really aloof because I think a lot of times I, I have trouble grounding 
because I'm aware of different realities taking place and different ways of being within the world. And so that can give the appearance of being aloof or um, not being approachable. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I, I think it's just because I'm aware of a lot of different things at the same time. So, yeah, I've noticed that whenever I read for people with a, a strong Aquarius energy, it's, it's not detached in that you don't care because you care a lot. It's just that I think that Aquarian energy is very aware that there's a better way we could be doing this as humans. And I kind of wonder if Aquarian energy looks out at humans going, oh my God, what are y'all doing? Yeah. (laughs) We do a lot of times. And I think then it also festers with like the need to pull back. I'm like, what are you doing? And I guess I just have to watch this. Cause like, I can't just go around everywhere and putting out everybody else's fires. Like I have to also, and this is like the Leo placements, right? Like this is about looking at your own joy of, I also have to take care of myself because if I'm not taking care of myself, then as much as I know that there's a better way, I won't be able to get there for me. And I certainly won't be able to get there or help anybody else. Yeah. I think that the full moon in Aquarius is a necessary energy to to get us into somewhat of a detachment so we can look at what is what is or is not contributing to the leo fire of what what lights us up what do we love how much we believe in ourselves if we're following a life that's in alignment with the the highest possible good that we want for ourselves and things that are pulling on us or are arguing against it or don't resonate or we feel like our is not true or out of integrity, I think that moon is probably going to be like, maybe we should drop this. Maybe we should move away from this because it's snuffing out our fire. You're so kind. I'm like, it's not saying maybe we should. I'm getting very (laughs) clear. No, you're supposed to. Like anything that's snuffing out the fire and dampening the parade is no longer tolerated. Yeah. Yeah. For people who have been listening to us for a while, we often come back to the question of why. Why would that be happening? Where are you trying to get? Because we're we're in a very strong, massive, shifting time that has this very vulnerable and exposed. But we don't have to sit there in vulnerability and going, I don't know what's going to happen, and I feel scared. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can lean into, what do you care about? What lights you up? What do you want to do? What sounds like fun? And I think that anything around us that is not allowing us to open up to that kind of possibility is simply in the way and you need to swerve. Yeah. Yesterday I had to sit in an all-day meeting and I've gotten very used to making my days a reflection of what my energy is so if I want to go to yoga or if I want to create or if I want to go hiking or take a slow walk I do so when I decide to based upon what I have scheduled and yesterday I did not have that option and I was very quickly aware of like oh not only do I ha- not have what is perceived in some cases as a luxury but it was very um it provided me a lot of good intel about how my energy levels depleted in that, right? Like of how quickly we can go, oh, well, it's all right. I'll just like 
I just have to do these things first and then I can prioritize myself, right? And rather than, I just recorded a, a video about this of like, rather than making sure that when we get up, like that is our number one focus that we're going, actually my energy, what lights me up is that I'm caretaking myself because that sets the compass towards my true north. Everything else can fall in behind that. And if I have to sit all day long, then how do I get up and take a break and walk around wherever I'm at? What do I need to do in order to make this circumstance work as it's shifting out of what feels like low vibrational stuff, right? Like we're, we're all moving out of paradigms and structures and relationships and mental storylines that are of a lower vibrational quality that have been based upon oppression and suffering and limitations and staying small. And if we're not able to like break immediately all the way free from them, well, then how do you start infusing more and more fire throughout all of that? It's the fire. We don't have a whole lot of water going on right now. I mean, North Node in Cancer and Neptune retrograde uh, back down to 17 to, to four, it's forming up for the nerds out there. It's forming tri triangle potential with the nodes. That's not a whole lot of water. So this is not being flooded out with um, resentment or regret or, oh, poor me, or sadness or grief. Those things probably, they, we have access to those emotions. I'm, I'm just saying that our, our motivation to shift is not really based on a whole lot of emotion. It's based on wanting to reach for life that brings you up and out, mm -hmm. right? It's the fire, the inspiration, creativity. What are you interested in? And so I think that the full moon in Aquarius, I mean, I can already feel it. There's things that, that I find myself doing just because I think I have to do it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. Yep. And so I'm, I'm like, then I'm not gonna, yep. <laughs> then I'm not gonna do this. Right. It's just walking, it, it, that, that quote detachment of Aquarius, it doesn't get dramatically involved with analyzing, does this, do I belong in this or do I not? It's, it's, it's in the head. No, I don't belong here. Fine. Swerve, walk right around it. And then you just keep going. It's not like, should I leave it? Okay. There's none of that involved. No, just we do don't it. have time for that. <laughs> you don't have time for that? No, I think we've talked about this in um, our duo readings before where um, we've sat with clients and you know, like what is what are the tools that you and I use in navigating these energies? And it's like, I think especially with this Aquarius full moon, it's like, does this feel light or heavy? Mm -hmm. Do I feel passionate and alive about this, or do I feel drained and depleted about it? It's the Marie Kondo. What is her like the act of tidying up? Like, does this bring me joy or does it not? And if it does not, then we don't need to talk about the stories. We don't need to ruminate. Out it goes, moving forward. Yes. Yep. Does it light you up or does it not? And it's not, it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to involve, you know, rolling around and suffering about it. No. We're not, I'm not, I'm not at all saying don't have your emotions. Of course, have your emotions. But that's not really what this moon is saying. Mm -mm. The, this moon is like, listen, it's not complicated. Do you belong in it or do you not? That's it. It feels so cut and dry. I could do with more sleep though, because it feels really poignant. Like it feels like this full moon coming in is very, um, uh, full and powerful. Yeah. Aquarian energy is electric. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. like it buzz you. I think that probably a lot of people are going to have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 2 a.m. Still sitting there going, can we go to sleep now, please? <laughs> I like it though. I mean, I, I, I'm, I have a whole lot of water in my chart. I like it when we get Aquarian energy going. It, I, I think that it's useful to have some detachment. It's useful to like pull way back and up and just analyze. Just it's simple. What is happening here? What is happening here? Do you like it or do you not? If you don't like it, keep moving. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like freedom in it. It's like I, I keep um, seeing board games, right? Like with this energy, it feels like you have the ability to create the game the way you want to play it. And it's very much like, well, I don't really like the design of that that game piece. So I'm not going to use that game piece. It's like choosing monopoly of going, who really wants the car? Nobody wants the car. Everybody wants the dog. So you don't even include the car, right? Like it's like that, like quick and dry and like straight to the point of like, okay, I want the boardwalk. That's I'm going to pay $300. We're not going to talk about it done and moving forward. Right. Like it's very much like, how do we get, how do we clear up, especially coming out of all of that emotional turbulence with those eclipses of like, how do we clear up and stay in the space of like, what stokes our fires? Okay, creativity. Okay, passionate relationships. Okay, friendships. Okay, work that I believe in. Okay, giving back to society. Whatever it is, like fill in the blank. And how do I start prioritizing that over all of the things that dampen my energy? Because those are where we have to focus and it's no longer about like the emotional drainage that we have just been releasing for the last months right it's just start walking the walk get yourself aligned with it go in that direction and aquarian energy is it's known for being outside of mainstream they go their own way rebellious um and i think that is because aquarian energy wants to be honest and true about what truly does resonate with them so if everyone has a white picket fence and you're like, I don't even like fences, then take your fucking fence down. Right. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it. I think that maybe some people are feeling like they need to swerve around something, but they're afraid that people are going to judge them or that they're going to get mad at them or that they won't agree or they're going to think, what the hell is wrong with you? Yep. None of that matters to Aquarius. Nope. Doesn't care at all. Mm -mm. Like if, if you, if you're doing something where people don't quite understand, if people are saying, what are you doing right now? Your answer is, I'm doing what I want. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing what's important to me. That's it. And if they don't like it, they can go get a session with Aubrey and Susan. <laughs> we'll straighten them out. Great. Will, I always take it too as a reflection uh, more about what's going on for them than about what's going on for me. I think I've been very comfortable being the, the black sheep rebellious person for most of my life and having lots of these conversations of why are you doing that? To which I go, because I am. Yep. And I don't have, I don't need to give you any more of a response than that. I think this is, it can be tricky territory, especially for people that, um, one, I, well, you answered this about that are in the emotional waters that are very comfortable with their emotions, right? Like for me with my moon in Capricorn, I can be very, very dis big decisions and a lack of emotional empathy and at times because I feel it, but I don't broadcast it. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're like, to be honest, (laughs) (laughs) I can be a little cold sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I think with this kind of energy, um, where you get to stop saying, Oh, this, let me tell you the reasons why I'm doing this. You don't feel like that emotional caretaking. I, I would assume that for people that are more comfortable with the emotions in that heavy lifting, that it could be kind of uncomfortable to no longer feel like you have to give the story or the justification about why you're taking down the picket fence or why you're going on a smoothie cleanse or whatever it is that you're doing. Well, if you haven't done your work on being a people pleaser, it can be very uncomfortable. It can feel like you're bad. Mm-hmm. But if you have done your people pleasing work, it can feel like relief. Like, oh good, I don't have to think about how I feel. I can just make a decision. Yeah, you can. <laughs> just make a decision. Keep it moving. It's a relief. Yeah. I like it. I like being around earth and air and fire kind of stuff. It because when you when you are just feeling your emotions all the time, you can wish that it would just turn off for even five minutes. My God. I know you just said that and mentally all I heard was how do you do that all the time? It's, I don't like it. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> so if, 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 you, if, if you're an empath, if, if you have a lot of water in your chart, if you are heavily based in emotion and this full moon makes it feel like people are far away, dive into it. Get still. Let them be far away. It's all right. Be with you. Mm. Be with you. Who are you? Who are you? When you're heavily invested in emotion, your self-identity can be based on how other people feel about you around you. It doesn't matter. Who are you when, when you're by yourself? Who are you when you're on the bathroom floor? Who are you when you're walking down the street and nobody else has even woken up yet? Yep. Who are you? And, and love yourself there. Leo energy has so much love in their hearts for themselves, for sure, but it's so much that it pours out and over to people around them. What lights up your own heart? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about how other people feel about it. Don't worry about it. You, I mean, we had plenty of time to feel, okay? But this is fire and air. What lights you up? Make some decisions about it. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do more of it. Like as much of it as possible. I've been like, Outside of that all day meeting, I'm like stacking my schedule with things that I'm like, okay, I know that this makes me feel alive. I know that this makes me feel joyful. More of that. It's when I was becoming a health coach, they taught us this um, practice of crowding out when people were trying to change their diets, right? Instead of focusing on where, how do you deprive yourself of you? If you say like, hey, I really got a sweet tooth. I need to stop eating so many sweets. Well, instead of going into deprivation, which we all have resistance to, of like, oh, I'm on another diet, I can't eat any cake. What happens if you focus on crowding it out with, oh, I really like sweets. So I'm gonna eat carrots and beets and I may have a juice, right? Like I'm gonna crowd it out with things that are actually healthy that are in place of what I'm desiring. And I think that's like, that energy to me is like, the action between fire and air is I'm making decisions that are representing my joy, my fire, my passion, and using them to crowd out anything that does not feel of the same wavelength, of the same vibration. Because the reality is we all need more of us to be completely 
alive and ecstatic, like that Aquarian energy of ecstasy of like being vibrationally like, yeah, where do we go next? Let's go. Come on. Right. Yeah. I, um, I love that. And in fact, I'm going to do more of that. <laughs> I love it. Cause when you're, when you're super saturated and emotional all the time, it's like, go do something else. Yeah. Crowd it out. Yeah. Don't, I mean, you don't have to like, if, if something is bringing you down or pushing on you or snuffing out your fire, crowd it out with something else. Go paint, go for a walk, go work out, go for a run. Yep. So you just don't have as much time to contribute to what's snuffing you out. Yep. I love that. Yeah. Right, just like you said, I don't have time for that. Yep. <laughs> Too many other things to do. Keep moving yep. forward, burning the passion and the fire. So I have a question for you since it's full moon. Are you going to do anything? Like, do you, because it's full moon in um, positions and in energies that are not your predominant chart, will you do anything to honor it besides like the crowding out situation, like do a ritual or anything like that? You know, I, I, I'm still not good about ritual. I'll probably need to get my crystals out in under the moon because it's going to be um, like electric kind of moon. I want my crystals to, to soak, soak in some of that stuff. Um, I, I feel like I have some decisions coming. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to sit with that moon and be like, what doesn't resonate with you anymore? Mm -hmm. Stop voting for that. Stop voting for that. Yep. I'm going to get, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get real still and, and have a real talk with myself about what does and does not resonate with me anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I think that, <clears throat> I think it's going to require consistency. Like yeah. when you decide you're going to move away from something in a detached kind of way, it'll be a hot minute before the moon goes into Pisces and we'll be feeling again. And you'll go, Oh, maybe I should just stay. No, no. God damn it. When you, when you make detached decisions, then you have to go, I'm committed to this. And then you can go ahead and have your feelings, but this is what we're doing now. This is what we're doing now. Period. Yep. What about you? I like that piece about detached decisions. I think that's kind of, I always am like, okay, well, what, when it's, when we're in this type of energy, I'm like, what can I do to create even more space so that when we're in feeling, then I don't have another option. I forced myself into the detachment. Yeah. And then it's no longer an option. Um, I think one, well, you and I will have our live call tonight with all of our, the Be The Evidence members or for everybody listening to the podcast, it would have been last night, but we do it weekly. Um, and we have it on, we have it, we'll have it up for replay at be the evidence.live. If you want to join the membership, you'll be, you'll be able to access it too. Right. And so in those calls, especially around the new moon and the full moon, we're really good about talking about, um, ritualistic stuff. I think I am also always crystals, the crystal babies will definitely be outside, especially with this energy. Um, and then also like that piece of like the decisions of, where have I not been voting and just going along and being like, all right, drink, you can take, I'll, I'll do it. Sure. Why not? Fully knowing that like energetically, I don't feel the fire. I don't feel the passion. I don't feel the desire to do it. So, um, because of all of that Leo placement and because I am an Aries, I will sure as shit be burning those lists because fire in me. I love it. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that under this full moon, really the emphasis is on Leo. We have a Leo stellium. It's a Mercury, Sun, Venus, and Mars, all in Leo, opposing the full moon in Aquarius. So it's detaching 
to figure out what, where you do and do not belong. Right. But it's based on how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so into me right now. I don't want to do anything that feels like shit. It's like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. so into me. I don't want to do anything that makes me feel awful. Yeah. Good. Um, don't, don't do it. Stop I'm, doing that. 